0: Good afternoon. I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. With us today is Janko Nikolic-Zugic, professor and head of UA's Department of Immunobiology and co-director of the Arizona Center on Aging. Janko, who has both medical and doctoral degrees, is interested in how our immune systems change as we age and how closely the diseases of aging actually are related to changes in immunity. Welcome, Janko.
1: Thank you, Leslie.
0: So our immune system is our body's defense against infections. What got you interested in studying the basis for all of this immunity?
1: you know there's always this little little answer that you know you were very sick as a kid which i happen to have been and so it's always like this mystery of what you know what was going on with me and things like that but really beyond that it's uh, uh you know understanding this fascinating fight against microbes and you know they're so tiny you don't see them and then you know your cells are so tiny and you don't see them either and so there's a whole war on the battlefield happening there that you know, you're trying to decipher and understand how, how it uh, you know goes on and what can we do to make us prevail rather than the microbes.
0: And one of the things you've taught us is that our immune systems are changing across our lifespans. How much of the immune system that I was born with do I still have right now?
1: Well, that's a great question. Uh, there's a lot of variability, and you know, not only with the immune system as we age, but overall with our bodies. And you can see somebody who looks like they're aging really well and somebody who might not be aging that well. They say that you know, people that are, that are geriatricians that deal with older people from the medical standpoint say that an 80-year-old is as different from another 80-year-old as they're both different from an average 40-year-old and 40 year olds are much more alike than the 80 year olds between them so the the answer to your question is you might have a ton of great immune cells and and molecules all working great or you could have really be, you could be hanging by a thread and you know we can't tell that by looking at you but we can tell that by doing certain tests and that's what we're trying to Reduce to practice, make sure that we can do some of these tests ahead of time so that we can have better outcomes of vaccination, uh, you know, maybe even immune rejuvenation for people who might need that.
0: So it's not just that we age at different rates, but that, in fact, different defects could develop among different people?
1: That is correct. That so is you're, correct. So you're
0: looking at the personal immune system. That's
1: actually very acute, I think, when it comes to the, to the questions of aging. There is that, that, that personalized aspect that I think is really going to hold the key to what we do.
0: So what does this mean for health and medicine? What are the possibilities on the
1: horizon? The possibilities are really great, and I, I'd like to just touch on, on two of those. One is you've, we're realizing now that the fundamental process of aging, the mechanisms by which we age, uh, may very well intersect with most of the chronic diseases of aging. And so if you think about our lifespan, we're living longer. People live well into their you know, late 70s and 80s. And the, the the key, though, is to make sure that these years that we have, the extra years that we have gained, that are their quality years, that we have what we call health span, you know, good quality of life. And uh, there are there is now evidence that if you can uh, intervene at the fundamental basis of the aging process and delay aging by basically playing with metabolic switches inside the cell and inside the organism, you may be also able to delay some of the biggest killers that we have and the uh, diseases that make us miserable, such as cancer, you know, neurodegenerative diseases, such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, metabolic diseases.
0: So how would you manipulate those switches?
1: There are some drugs on the market right now that can hit the key metabolic nodes and basically slow them down. In the simplest way, there is this um, uh, enzyme called mTOR, the kinase that's called target of rapamycin. And uh, that one, if you, if you uh, slow it down, or if you kind of like, um, you know, uh, attenuate it a little bit, seems to be giving you this prolonged lifespan in many model organisms from fruit flies to mice and a lot of health benefits. And we're trying to see now how people can be reacting.
0: And is the time horizon on that five years, 10 years?
1: I think it's between five and 10, actually. We're pretty close. I mean, you know, normally us basic scientists, as you know, are very, you know, we are loathe to, 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 to put a number because we don't know how much we don't know. But, uh, you know, the, the, the idea here is that we're pretty close.
0: Well, thanks very much, Janko. This is fascinating. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.